Hey, and welcome back to the only no-filter career podcast, The Straight Shooter Recruiter. I'm Emily, and I'm an experienced student and new grad recruiter who is obsessed with giving raw, honest, and yep, no-filter career advice on all kinds of things. Before we jump into today's episode, these opinions are my own. I just want to make that clear. They're not right or wrong, and they're also not the opinion of my employer or any of my previous employers. So with all of that out of the way, let's jump right into today's episode that is going to be focused on social media and more specifically on how you can optimize your LinkedIn. Imagine in a world before LinkedIn. Okay, I'm going to need social distancing to wrap up soon because I'm actually losing my mind. I realize that that joke's not funny, but it's too late. I've said it. We're here. But in all seriousness, the point I'm trying to make is that since joining LinkedIn, I can't imagine networking without it. It is the ultimate way to make connections, learn about opportunities, apply for jobs, And as a recruiter, I get hundreds of messages every week asking about career advice and obviously also with people applying for jobs I've posted. Um, But I've also received messages that have nothing to do with careers. I will save those horror stories for another episode, but I wanted to take some time by sharing some of the biggest opportunities you have to optimize your LinkedIn, as well as answer some popular LinkedIn questions that I do receive. So jumping right into it, let's start with my quick advice for your profile. Number one is an appropriate picture. For me personally, I don't have a problem with people who use selfies, um, so photos you've obviously taken by yourself, as their profile picture. As long as it's, you know, appropriate, I think it's completely fine. It's 2020. Selfies are a thing. Um, I would just avoid having no picture, and likewise, I would avoid having a picture where you've cropped other people out of it, obviously. Um, Another thing that not a lot of people use but is such a great tool is your headline. So your headline on LinkedIn doesn't necessarily have to be your job title or the fact that you're a student, but you can use a really punchy one-liner as part of your headline so that every time a recruiter visits your page, they're reminded of specifically what you're looking for. So for example, if you're a student, you could say, passionate software engineer seeking 2020 internships. So it just makes it really easy for people to identify what you want. Uh, Next thing I love is the header image. So that banner or header on your actual LinkedIn profile page should be really impactful. Don't leave that blank. Maybe that's a great opportunity for you to show off what company you're currently working for. If you are employed, you can use, you know, one of their banners on the background Or you could use this as a really neat opportunity to have something designed that's personal to your brand. So in episode number one, I referenced a tool called Canva, which is an online template reservoir. They have uh, banners and templates for LinkedIn as well. So you could have a really cool, you know, Emily Durham specific branded banner that maybe matches your resume, that maybe matches your Twitter profile. So it's a neat opportunity to have a really clear personal brand. And on the topic of other social medias, yes, recruiters do check your other social medias. They'll give you a quick Google, make sure you're not up to anything too, too crazy on things like Twitter and Instagram. Um, In my opinion, I don't think people do super deep dives on your social media, but obviously want to make sure that what you're posting is appropriate and embodies the values of whatever company you're about to start working for. Um, Another quick tip for your profile is actually listing all of your relevant work experience. I know, 
mind-blowing, but legitimately list out your work experience like it was your resume. Sometimes people just write their job titles and don't include any descriptions. Um, I think I'm guilty of this on my LinkedIn profile right now. But what you can actually do is copy and paste the bullet points from your resume directly into your LinkedIn so that the descriptor of the job that you've listed is actually aligned to what's on your resume, but also helps recruiters see the work you've done without them even needing to ask you for your resume. Obviously, one of the best things about LinkedIn is your ability to connect with your current network, but it's also the ability to expand your network into people maybe you haven't met in person yet. So if you're in the market to reach out to a brand new connection or reconnect with someone you haven't spoken to recently, here are some really quick tips just in my experience from being you know, a recruiter, but also being a job seeker. Um, so tip number one would be there's nothing wrong with reaching out to someone you don't know, but there is a right way to do it. So keep your messages short. Sometimes I'll receive messages that have amazing amounts of detail about your experience, and that's great. But it is a lot to kind of comb through during your first interaction. So keep your message short. A couple of sentences will do. And just make sure you include who you are, what you do, and why you want to connect. Second thing is there's also nothing wrong with following up. It's really easy for people to fall behind on LinkedIn messages. And oftentimes, you know, they look at them and they forget to reply. So there's nothing wrong a few days after you've sent your first message to follow up. And one of the last tips that I wanted to give you was on the skills listed on your LinkedIn profile. It's really important that you legitimately update the skills that are tied to your profile. So if you are great with Excel, make sure you have Excel in there. If you're a great public speaker, include that. If you you know are familiar with Python, include that. Because when recruiters search for candidates, we actually get recommended who we should consider for the role based on the skills tied to your profile. So if you have no skills listed on your profile, you actually might not come up in my job search. So make sure that you have those listed. So now that I've given you some of my quick tips, I wanted to answer some popular questions that I get about how you can optimize LinkedIn. The first question that I get is, do people actually look at endorsements on LinkedIn profiles? Um, maybe. So I look at them. I think they're nice to have. I don't think they're a game changer. I personally don't even have a lot of endorsements. I think I may only even have one on my LinkedIn profile right now. So I don't think it's a game changer. I think they're nice to have, but don't lose any sleep over them. Another question I get that I kind of answered earlier is, do recruiters look at social media, GitHub's personal websites? So fast fact for you, 70% of recruiters say that they check candidates' social media. So the answer is yes. I know I do for every single person that I hire. I typically do even before interviews just to do a quick spot check. Um, for my software engineers, 100%. We look at your GitHubs. Even if your recruiter doesn't know a whole lot about the programming language you're working with, I actually will send it to my hiring team so they can tell me a little bit more um, about the quality of your work. And personal websites, 100%. I think those are so fun to look through. Um, so most recruiters do look at those and I definitely personally do. One of the other questions that I get asked quite a bit is how can I get noticed? So definitely I would encourage you to update your headline so that it includes your career interests in your profile. Um, but other than that, I would say be involved on LinkedIn. Don't just passively like comments as they come by. Actually comment and engage with the people in your network. Repost things, post you know articles that you find are interesting. So really creating a sense of community on your page will help your post be shared across multiple networks, but also helps me see that you're really passionate about the things you're sharing and that you're actively involved in your career's growth. 
Another thing I would say is joining groups and pages. Sometimes really great job opportunities are posted to your school's alumni network or kind of um, industry-specific groups. I would say checking those out are a great idea as well. Well, this episode was short and sweet. I hope that you got some quick tips on how to optimize your LinkedIn and got a refresher on the importance of your social media presence. If you have any questions that you feel weren't answered, make sure you follow the links down below, submit your questions to me, and I will hear from you next week.